Welcome to the Civil War Regiments podcast, here to provide you with the reading of accounts of the common soldiers of the American Civil War, the eyewitnesses who lived, fought, suffered, and died through five years of brutal conflict. It is my hope that the reading of these accounts will make history come alive for you and offer a better understanding of daily life during the American Civil War. Today's account is from Voices of the Civil War, Soldier Life by the editors of Time Life Books. An entry by Colonel Thomas Livermore of the staff of Major General Winfield Scott Hancock, commanding 2nd Army Corps, Army of the Potomac. In 1861, at the age of 17, Livermore left college in Illinois and rushed to Washington, D.C., hoping for an appointment to West Point. There, impatient to get into the war, he joined the 1st New Hampshire Infantry. By 1864, Livermore was a major on General Hancock's staff. At temporary headquarters near Ream Station, Virginia, Livermore learned the perils imposed by the lack of privacy in a tented encampment. Here follows his account. I put the camp on a gentle slope toward Petersburg, arranging the generals, Colonel Morgan's, and one or two others' tents in the line facing Petersburg, and the rest of us in two wings at right angles, with that line thus forming three sides of a square, whose fourth side was open toward the works and was the lowest. By this arrangement, my tent was brought in one corner near the general's. We had all got well settled in our new quarters, and I had lain down on my bed after dark, when a dog set up a horrible howling in rear of my tent. Major Bull, who was next to me, sallied out and drove him away, and on coming back, put his head in at my tent door to receive my congratulations on his success. And just as he had done so, there resounded through the camp another unearthly howl, which I took to be the dog's, and to plague Bull, I imitated it as a response to his information, in so loud a voice that my howl, too, rang throughout the camp. Its echoes had not ceased when General Hancock's voice was heard roaring out to his valet, Shaw! Shaw! Go find that man! I'll see if I can't sneeze in my own camp! Find him! I'll send him to his regiment! And close upon this astounding information came Shaw to my tent, which was dangerously near the general's, and ducking much said, The general, sir, wants to know, sir, who imitated his sneeze, sir. Said I, Shaw, it was a dog out in the rear. He trotted back to the general and told him this, and it added fuel to the general's wrath, and Shaw was impelled aback and said that the general didn't think it was a dog and wanted to know who it was. But I would not divulge the offer of that howl while the general was so angry, and gradually the angry ejaculations of that enraged officer subsided, and at a late hour of the night I went into his tent and said, General, I have come to explain that noise in the camp. He bristled up and said, Yes, sir, in a ferocious tone, said I. It was not an imitation of you, General. Said he, I don't know who it was, sir, but I think it was, sir, I think it was. And he seemed to grow angrier with every word. I closed by saying, Well, General, the fact is, I made that noise. There had been a dog howling in the rear of my tent, and I imitated him. I don't know what conclusion the general drew as to the similarity between his sneeze and the dog's howl, but he replied in a milder tone, Very well, sir. And I retired, 
and was in as good a position afterwards as before. For all that I ever knew, in fact, it is just to General Hancock to say that he had not only never seemed to recollect it afterwards, but distinguished me with more than one great favor. Colonel Thomas Livermore, Staff of Major General Winfield Scott Hancock